Hi, and welcome to UMBC's Mic'd Up podcast. My name is Denise Cardona from the Office of Professional Programs. I am delighted to have a very special guest on our show, Elise Preston, who is a current student in UMBC's Entrepreneurship, Innovation, and Leadership Graduate Program. Welcome, Elise. It's great to have you here. Yes, thank you so much for that warm welcome. I'm excited to be here. It's such a pleasure to have you here. So to get us started in our conversation, can you share a little bit about yourself and your journey to being a student here at UMBC? Absolutely. I studied communications and social advocacy um, at my undergraduate university. And um, after that time, came back to Baltimore and started working in the nonprofit and youth development sector. And on the one hand, I feel so grateful for that experience because I had the opportunity to connect with some amazing community members and work on different projects that I was really passionate about. But I was also very challenged in that space in terms of um, working um, in direct service and working within organizations that were often um, understaffed and under-resourced. So I experienced a lot of burnout, stress, overwhelm. Um, and I also felt a bit challenged in the, in the ways that some of the organizations that I worked within um, sometimes uh, made decisions that didn't feel like they were connected to the needs, wants, priorities of community. And so I started to feel as though I wasn't really working or operating in a way that felt in alignment with the kind of impact that I wanted to be making. And so I, I spent about five or six years working um, in the nonprofit sector, um, but I was feeling like something was missing. And I was also feeling as though I needed to start making some shifts and changes in order to be able to take better care of myself. And so that's when I started to explore different ways to be investing in my own health and well-being. So that's that's how I um, started my yoga teacher training journey. I was able to enroll in a 200-hour yoga teacher training with an organization here in Baltimore called Baltimore Yoga Village. And and that was a really expansive opportunity for me because it was a 10-month program where I was able to be connected with really supportive teachers and mentors, but also be surrounded by a community of peers that were also exploring ways to be able to take better care of themselves, but also explore how they could be learning different tools and practices and resources to be teachers and healers in their communities. And so that experience really created um, an opening <laughs> for me in terms of exploring what's next, because I, in the past, had always kind of considered my career trajectory that it would either stay in nonprofit or public service or government in some way. I knew that I wanted to have a career where I could be of service and um, be connected to creating social change. Um, but that career path felt just very challenging for me. It felt very hard. It didn't really feel in alignment for me. I felt like I was able to use some of my gifts, but not really all of them. And um, just had a lot of questions about how to do that sustainably. Um, but when stepping into this role of 
healing and teaching and facilitating and guiding, that just came so easily to me, so naturally to me. It was something that um, really helped me to bring together a lot of different gifts and traits and qualities and essences that I knew that I had, but hadn't really been able to bring together in powerful ways. And so after that training and also being able to be connected with different spiritual communities in Baltimore and investing in myself in other ways through my own like personal spiritual development, I started um, teaching community yoga classes and holding women's circles. And that was really my first foray into really seeing myself as a teacher and a space holder and exploring different ways that I might be able to start translating these smaller offerings that I was creating into something larger, into a more sustainable business. So I then wanted to explore how could I have some more support around building a business? Um, what kind of programs are out there that feel like they would be able to supplement this, um, this, new, this new career path that I was carving out or that I was seeking to forge. And a lot of the more traditional MBA programs didn't quite fit with what I was looking for and didn't, didn't really excite me um, <laughs> because of the, the nature of the curriculum and the program. And um, when I discovered that UMBC had an entrepreneurship program, I was so excited. I didn't know that this program existed. And um, I just stumbled upon it online in my own personal research. And I was like, wow, this feels so aligned. And the fact that it also weaves in innovation and leadership, I was like, oh, okay, these are all things um, that I think would really support me with being able to build out a business in a sustainable way. And so I had the chance to attend a, an open house that um, Gib was leading. And he really sold me on the program in that one hour session. <laughs> and we had a chance to connect because he, when I shared a little bit about my business idea and what I was seeking to build, um, he was like, wow, that's amazing. Um, he's someone who started practicing restorative yoga and mindfulness a few years ago. And it's been so supportive in his life. And I was like, wow, if this is the director of the program, I know that I'll have a place to really fit in here. Because I think one of the other just insecurities or things that I was thinking about was if I was in a more traditional MBA program, would the faculty that I was connecting with with the other students in the program be in like a similar energy or headspace that I was in, in terms of the type of business that I was seeking to build and the types of like resources and supports and connections I might be looking for. So yeah, from there, the rest is really history. I'm, I'm two years into the program and I just have one more semester. Um, but that's really how I found my, my way to the entrepreneurship, innovation and leadership program. Oh, that's such an amazing story. Wow. First of all, yoga. Yeah. I've been trying to get into yoga. I follow somebody on YouTube at Bumble mm. Beautiful. And I sometimes do ah. her, her yoga instruction. And I feel like the clumsiest fool. And I'm so glad I'm in privacy <laughs> in my living room while I'm doing that. But at the same time, yeah. there's something that's so healing and natural and grounding about yoga. Mm. And 
I totally get what you mean about, you know, you want that, you, you were striving, seeking that connectedness to community because that's one of your value points in life. It's a beautiful value point. And the yeah. fact that you were, you were trying to find that your place in there and you were feeling the effects of burnout, which is completely natural when you're in an environment that doesn't blend well with the value system that you hold. And so the fact that you're seeking something new out brought you to this new landscape, if you will, introduced you to Gib, which he's an amazing person. And now you're, you've come almost full, it sounds like you've come full circle and you're connected to that community vibe that that's something that's so integral and part of who you are. And so now I love the phrase that you said, now I'm exploring, like, what's next? And you seem to be finding your way there. Now let's talk about the fact that you're almost done with the program. When you were first entering the program, what were your expectations of it? What did you want out of it? Mm. I think that my, the two expectations that I really had in my mind were to be able to have tools, resources, real life applications that could support me in growing my business um, where I was in that moment. So when I started the program, I was still working um, full time in the nonprofit sector and was growing my business on the side. So that's one big piece. And then another piece was that I was really hoping to be able to connect to a network of other leaders and entrepreneurs that um, would be able to be people that I could bounce ideas off of, learn from, um, just be able to share in that experience of doing something different and unique and innovative and being able to grow together. That makes perfect sense. You, your love for community and connectedness actually speaks yeah. to that whole desire to collaborate with other people and be able to form something together as a, as a team. Cause that's such an empowering thing to be able to work together with like-minded individuals. And even those who aren't like-minded because it's also, right. also helpful to see life through the lens of somebody with differing perspectives in us. Cause we learn that way. Can you talk awesome. a little bit about peer engagement? What kind of spirit of collaboration is there amongst you all? Yes. So What's been really unique about this program is that in each of our classes, there is so much space for collaboration and for being able to learn from each other and, and work with each other. So in one of the very um, earliest classes that we take within the EIL program, um, we are asked to really start developing our own action learning project which gets to be the foundation continuing to like build and iterate on throughout the program. And so what's, I think has been really special is everyone that I was in that um, class with the developing an entrepreneurial mindset class with um, when we started building up our initial action learning projects, we've been able to take a variety of different classes together and see how each of us are continuing to build on, expand, iterate on, prototype, test things out, try things out, and continue to expand upon that initial like seed or nugget of an idea that we um, started with at the beginning of the program. And so now that I'm towards the end of the program, I'm taking one of our capstone classes. And 
it, it feels really inspiring to see just the growth that we all have had together throughout the process of this program, because it is very um, interdisciplinary and provides a lot of different um, angles and perspectives to how to approach this very um, unique experience of being an entrepreneur. So we have some classes that are connected to more of the hard skills, like being able to take a class around um, finances. And then we have classes that are getting us more in touch with some of the soft skills, um, like our communications and leadership class that helps us to really hone in and identify what are our unique ways that we communicate, collaborate, um, hold space. What are the ways that we are designed to be able to um, really show up in our business and offer our skills? So it's been great to be able to have that opportunity because it is a pretty um, tight-knit program. I think everyone that I've had a class with, I've had at least two classes with, maybe even three. So <laughs> we do have that chance to um, see each other through these these different lenses and see and support each other and how we are um, growing towards our um, kind of ultimate project that we are seeking to be able to like deliver and share out into the world. You know, it's interesting, Elise. I feel like I have seen you before and I it just connected with me probably before the pandemic. So this was fall of 2019, maybe even spring of 2020, the early beginning okay. classes in person. I was there yeah. because I, you know, I'm a film producer at UMBC as well. And I believe that you were doing a presentation. You were presenting, oh. all of you were presenting some ideas for, a, for an initial project that you were going to do. And I remember yes. you, I remember you. Oh, wow. You know, I've caught some B-roll of you and I've used it in videos. <laughs> so you're famous. Nice. <laughs> oh, I do. I think I do remember that. Was that in one of Gibbs' classes? Yes. What I loved you talked yes. about was the actor. <laughs> The action learning project. I loved that you talked about that. Can you talk about mm -hmm. what you've learned in the classroom and have actually applied to this yoga business? I'd love to hear about how you've applied some kind of principles to give the listeners an idea of what kind of value there is in this applied type of education. Yes. So in my um, growth and trajectory through this program at UMBC, I've also been investing in business coaching. And so <laughs> I've kind of had these two parallel tracks that have been supporting me in growing my business. And so what I've found to be really helpful is that they both um, really complement and support each other. And I've been able to, um, yeah, just have the ability to tap into some really powerful resources in stepping into what can be a very, um, yeah, just vulnerable and um, risky and uncertain space of entrepreneurship. So I feel like on the one hand in the EIL program, um, I've been able to like through our sales and marketing class, be able to create 
um, a deeper understanding of what it really looks like to create a sales funnel, um, to be thinking strategically about how to um, target and message and reach my ideal client and ideal customer um, through the creation of my action learning project in developing an entrepreneurial mindset class. Um, That was actually my initial action learning project was actually to create a virtual summit, um, which was bringing together a number of different leaders and um, healers in the wellness space to be able to um, share resources on a digital platform. And that was a really powerful list building um, experience for me. I was able to grow my email list from, I think I had like a hundred people on my email list before that event to 1200 people on my email email list. So really expanding my audience and expanding the range of customers that could be like connected into um, my offerings. Um, And I was speaking a little bit about the communications and leadership class. And um, I feel like that was also a really powerful tool in providing me with some different frameworks to think about the ways that um, I can be tapping into my own unique gifts as it relates to how I'm shaping my offerings and speaking about my business. So I think really, you know, the, the courses that have been, you know, integrated into this program are all so necessary and so supportive and the staff as well, like each of the professors for the program, I think the vast majority of them are like traditional professors or folks that have PhDs. There are people with a lot of lived experience um, in the realm of business and entrepreneurship. So it's just great to be able to have their um, their take, their story, their, their own lived experience um, through their own business successes and also challenges and, and failures. They have been very open in terms of sharing that, that process. Um, and so I feel really grateful to be able to all of those resources that I've been able to apply into my business. Um, and then also on the, the business coaching side of things, have been able to receive a lot of support around some of the personal development that comes into um, sharing more vulnerably, allowing yourself to be more visible taking up space, taking a stand for what it is that you want to create shift and change around and um, be surrounded by a coach, but also a community of other women who are doing the same. And that piece too has been so valuable because there is just a lot of fear, insecurity, vulnerability that comes with the process of entrepreneurship, especially if it's connected to um, some of those like deeper aspects that you're really passionate about. And so I feel like I've been able to be really well served by having those, those two <laughs> parallel tracks of um, supports along the way over the past two years. Sounds amazing. It sounds like an amazing coupling of resources to be able to help <laughs> grow. You know, it's so powerful for people to understand that they have 
the power to do the same thing you're doing right now. And education mm -hmm. is the pathway to being able to gain that knowledge, gain that experience, gain the insights of your fellow peers, faculty members. It's just this amazing collaboration and community of learners and doers. And so it's yes. incredibly empowering. And it sounds like you are really just soaring when it comes to this. I'm really I'm so inspired by your story right now. Makes me want to run out and do something <gasps> amazing in the world. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Let me ask you something. What was, if you could name it, what, what, what has been so far mm. your biggest takeaway from your education at UMBC? One mm. of the most valuable takeaways that I've been able to gain from the Entrepreneurship Innovation and Leadership Program is finally <laughs> feeling as though the experience of failure is something that is um, necessary and something that is really valuable because <laughs> I'm someone who definitely has, um, you know, in, in the past and even still in, in this current season of my life, you know, someone that experiences um, perfectionism and people pleasing. And I struggle with the idea of um, putting things out there if it's not going to go according to plan or doing things that are a little bit riskier. And so the fact that we really center innovation in this program and talk about the fact that in order to be an entrepreneur, in order to be a creative, innovative person, you have to be willing to fail fast and learn and try again. And that failure is just feedback that gives you an opportunity to be able to get valuable information about how to improve things and how to be able to move forward in a, in a wiser, more sustainable way. And I think I've heard that before, like that's something that wasn't like a completely new concept to me, but it was something that I didn't really understand or take in in such a deep way until I was able to be a part of this program and hear from the lived experiences of my classmates and hear from the lived experiences of my professors and be able to be exposed to um, just the different books that we read and articles and resources that made it really clear to me and like helped it click into my mind that like, oh, of course, <laughs> this is part of our creative, innovative process. And if we don't allow ourselves to fail fast and try new things and experiment, it actually limits and prohibits us from being able to create the powerful change that we want to create on the planet. So I think that's definitely um, one of the biggest mindset shifts and pieces that I'm going to be taking away. That's an amazing mind mindset and takeaway because I think a lot of us, we fear failure. We're so afraid of it that we, it, it, sometimes it, it, it inhibits our way to move forward in the world. And without that failure, as a, a professor I once heard say, failing up, not failing down, mm -hmm. but failing up, as long as you take yeah. those lessons with you, right? And you, you take those right. lessons, you pick them up and you carry them with you to your next process and you apply them to your next process. If you can do that, if you can learn from those mistakes or ways of doing better, then you're not failing down, you're failing up, which is a really mm. different mindset than its predecessor. So it's really important yes. 
for people to take that those leaps of faith and face that fear head on because at the end of the day once you face that fear it's no longer holding you hostage anymore and now you're on mm. to bigger and better things so i can't think of a better way to close out this episode than with that thought that you shared on fear and failing and understanding that those are all just part of the process do yes. you have anything else that you want to add that I have not asked you today? I would say um, that one thing that I've really appreciated about the program is that it is really designed to be able to support professionals who are working. And it's also really designed to support us with having real life applications for the content that we're learning. And each of the classes are really geared towards having us do collaborative presentations and be able to dive deep into content by creating content packages and being able to share what we're learning through discussion board posts. It really is designed to be like an engaging learning experience where you can interact with your peers and then also take what you're learning and apply it into your life. And so I would say that's also something that I've really appreciated about the program and didn't necessarily anticipate fully or know going in that it was going to be something that would fit into my existing life and responsibilities so well. Mm, that's a powerful closing statement right there. <laughs> Elise, thank you so much for being here and talking with us about your experience with the Entrepreneurship, Innovation, and Leadership Graduate Program at UMBC. I mean it when I say you've really inspired me and you make me want to really go out there and do more do more good work and be more focused on not being afraid of those steps that make me feel vulnerable to just take that leap and learn from those lessons and not be afraid to fail because that's where the growth and the progress is. And gosh, I wish you so much future success built on what you already have built <laughs> with your yoga business, uh, Be More Baltimore. It's amazing. And I'm really happy for you. Oh, well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. I really appreciate the invitation and I'm looking forward to being able to stay connected. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of UMBC's Miked Up podcast. If you'd like to learn more about UMBC's entrepreneurship, innovation, and leadership graduate program, please visit eil.umbc.edu.